Are you recording, Jack? Yes, yes, really? yes. No, it's recording, Si. Are you been, so sure? The clock's been ticking for 36 seconds. Good stuff. Okay. Should we start then, shall we? Okay, let's go. Welcome, Welcome. To... Okay, you go again. Hello. Hi, welcome. Oh, John, to count us in? Yeah, I'll just count you in. Okay, do it. One, two, three. Welcome to the Black Arrows Employment Team podcast where you have your very own employment lawyer in your pocket. This podcast is intended for managers and business owners that aims to keep you on the street and narrow with your staff. This is our The Law Behind the Headlines season. We take a look at the stories which are making the headlines and ask ourselves, is this case for real? How did the employer manage to get away with that? And most importantly, what is the law behind the headlines? So that's the killer question, Si. Good stuff. Welcome back, Jack. Yes, it's been, I think it's, a, it's been about 18 months since our last podcast. Wow, wow, wee wow. How's lockdown been treating you, Jack? It's been a mixed bag, to be honest. A mixed Happy, bag. sad, excited. Put, happy. Put, got to put a positive slant on it. Still employed. Well, that's true, that's true. Touch would have been very fortunate health-wise. That's true. Working from home has got many, many advantages. I saw your great blog you did um, last year about the fact you enjoy putting the washing out in the line. Well, it's got to be done, Simon. <laughs> I know my place around the household. Fine, okay. So let's introduce our new sponsor. Exciting news. Indeed. It's great to have a sponsor. Um, Do you want to read out the sponsorship sentence or two? Of course. So this episode is brought to you by the thepodcasthost.com, the ultimate how-to podcast resource on the web. They can help you with anything podcast-related, from planning and launching your show to equipment and editing, also growing an audience and even monetizing your show. Check out their free step-by-step guide on how to start your very own podcast, and that can be found at thepodcasthost.com slash start. Good stuff. Okay, let's talk about this case of Kubilius against Kent Foods Limited. This case was determined last month. It's a landmark case in the sense that it's the first case we know about which determined the wearing of COVID face masks. Very topical. Very topical. So Mr. Kabilius was employed as a lorry driver. He required to transport food products on behalf of Kent Foods Limited. One of Kent Foods' major clients was your company, Tate & Lyle. Of course, Tate & Lyle. You know them? I, I know them, yep. I've got a packet of brown sugar cubes <laughs> and it's Tate & Lyle. Wow, I thought you were a sweetener guy myself. Yeah, indeed, the sugar cubes are not for the tea, but last time I watched Mad Men, there was a lot of references to cocktails involving (laughs) whiskey, so that's what they're for. Okay, back to the case, Jack. Yes, back to the case. So, Mr. Kubilius, a lorry driver, he attended the Tate and Lyle refinery by the River Thames, and as he arrived, he was required to book in the foodstuff which was to be delivered, so he booked in at Tate and Lyle, and he was advised to park up his lorry and await certain pieces of paperwork. Okay. So whilst waiting in the cab of his lorry, he refused to wear his mask. Tate and Lyle banned him from their sight. He was subsequently dismissed by his employer. Okay. So he refused to wear his mask in the cab, banned from sight by the customer's suppliers, and was dismissed by the employer. That makes sense. And of course, he wasn't happy about this. And so he went to the employment tribunal seeking some justice, claiming unfair dismissal, and this went to a CVP hearing. Good. What's that all about, Sai? Cloud video platform hearing. 
Nice. It's a new type of hearings which take place with the tribunal service and they are by video, kind of like Zoom or Teams, mm. that kind of have stuff. You, have you used that yet, Si? I have, actually. I had one last month, which how, lasted for a couple of days. How did you find it? It was super slick. Very good. The last um, time I used it, the computer crashed. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. So the headline in this case is what, Jack? Mm. What should the headline is in this case? Hmm. Lorry driver sacked for not wearing a mask. Hmm. How's about he was masking for it? Oh, I like that. How's about I the like fact that, that Tate and Lyle do sugar foods? Do they do cakes, perhaps? Maybe. Um, lorry driver left in tears. T-I-E-R-S. Mm. Tears of a cake. Yeah, I see what you've done but, there. What was the headline anyway, Jack? Um... Something like that? Something funny like that? I think it was um I think it was the one about masking for it. Is that right? Yeah. Delivery driver, first in Britain, sacked for refusing to wear a mask. Not the best, headline. Not the is best. It? I, we should be in journalism. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so in this case what happened was the tribunal determined various things. Um Tate and Lyle, importantly, had not updated their written site rules to reflect this change of wearing masks. Tate and Lyle's reason for that was because this is a temporary rule um, during the coronavirus pandemic. Not the best, you sort of think, is it? Not the best mm. excuse. No, I mean, employers and uh, should always be clear with their staff about the goalposts and the, the, the expected standards of behaviour. Totally, totally. So. It's not the best um, idea for Tate and Lyle not to update and give written rules on wearing masks. For sure. But what they did say, that they were, they did maintain that they were clear with all visitors all visitors to attend their premises were to be issued with face masks and they were to be worn on site at all times. Okay. And of course, the guy in this case, Mr. Kubilius, he was given a mask when he entered the site. Yes. But he wasn't actually given instructions as to when he should wear it. <laughs> so somebody hands him a mask. <laughs> do I eat it? He, what do I do with this? Is it a sugary snack? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Mr. Kabilis of the view that actually didn't require to wear his mask in his own home. And he classified his cab was his own home. Interesting enough. Interesting. Of course, I mean, I do. I presume it was one of those big lorries, big articulated lorries. You quite often see them parked up on my journey home where they did some, the drivers, they do sleep in the cab. I bet it stinks, the cab. I'm sure. <laughs> in any case, Mr. Kabilis also referred to the government website which states very clearly a worker is not required to wear a mask when in public or at work. And work is defined as including factories, plants and warehouses. So that was what he said to employer before he was dismissed. For sure. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. Are you wearing a mask right now, Si? I am not. Are you? I'm not. <laughs> Although I'm at work, I'm in my own house. And I'm okay. not in my cab, and I'm okay. not in a customer site, so okay. I think I'm okay. Okay, okay. Does your house stink like this lorry driver's cab stank? It smells of uh, fresh, no, freshly laundered uh, sheets. Fine. Mr. Okay. Kubilius, in this case, his first language was not English. And so he maintained at the time of the incident, he was under a lot of stress. He'd been reading in the news about the developments of the pandemic and the lockdowns, and he wouldn't be able to live his normal life for quite some time. So he said that was a factor of mitigation. That's a good factor of mitigation, isn't it, Jack? Yeah, on one view, I can see his point. 
Um, but equally, you know, however many million people are in our population, that same applies to them. You know, it wasn't just a lockdown for Mr. Kubilius. He's not the only person affected by the pandemic. That's fair enough. Um, Mr. Kubilius's employer's driver's handbook imposed an obligation on him to, open commas, follow health and safety instructions on customer sites, regardless of the broader government guidance regarding face masks. So that's what it said in quotes. So again, it's very clear. It doesn't matter what government guidance is. Um, it's important that you follow health and safety instructions on customer sites. Therefore, one you, it's up to Tate and Lyle to decide whether or not to adhere to a higher standard than required by law. Yeah, that, I mean, that makes sense, I suppose. And their argument was that the mask, um, it wasn't for Mr. Kubilius's protection as such. Um, it was mainly for the protection of other staff members. Sure, sure. And what the, it's a little bit, I don't like this detail from the judgment, <laughs> but it's an important factor. And what the judgment records is that one Tate and Lyle employee explained to Mr. Kubilius that without a mask on while he's in the cab, droplets which come from his mouth as he spoke were going to land on other people's faces because he's up high in the cab, they're down low, so he speaks. If he's, I don't know if they <laughs> That's very graphic. It's very, that's, very graphic. That's a very graphic description in the judgment. Point well made. <laughs> in, any case, in any case, Mr. Kabilius was warned by at least two Tate and Lyle employees that required to wear a mask whilst in his own cab. And both employees warned him, did not put the mask on, he'd not be able to enter the site in future. And Mr. Kabilius, of course, refused and was subsequently sacked by his employer. So, a claim is lodged by Mr. Kabilius against Kent Food Limited. Um, it goes to a hearing and the judge applies the law. What does the law say, Jack? So, the law, um, the law stems from a case called Birchall for misconduct dismissal. It's, a, a, it's the Birchall test. Yep. It's a threefold test. Yep. Did the employer have a genuine belief that Mr. Kubilius was guilty of misconduct? Second part, did the employer carry out as much investigation into the matter as was reasonable in all of the circumstances? And then thirdly, was it reasonable for the employer to conclude that Mr. Kubilius had committed misconduct? Good. So again, no need for corroboration. The test is balanced with probabilities test, isn't it? Yes, exactly. So quite often you, you hear sort of criminal law terminology getting branded about in, in, in employment situations, but you don't need those things like guilt beyond reasonable doubt or any of that stuff. Exactly. So the judge determined these or that three-stage test um, was a genuine belief. The answer was yes, there was. Yep. Was there much investigation carried as possible? The answer was yes. And last question, was it reasonable for the employer to conclude that Mr. Kabilius had committed misconduct? The answer to that is yes to. So in this case, tribunal heard that the dismissal was fair and a three-stage test had been satisfied. It's quite interesting when I was reading the judgment and it was all about, you know, so this guy, he's employed by the company, mm -hmm. but he was banned from the site of Tate and Lyle. So yes. I remember thinking Tate and Lyle are not his employer. I was thinking it was going to go down the direction of third-party pressure to dismiss. SOSR. SOSR, yeah. It's Some of the substantial reason for dismissal. Yep. That's where I thought it was going. I thought Tate and Lyle were going to put pressure on the employer or force their hand to dismiss him. But in actual fact, it was found that it was misconduct 
was the reason for dismissal, I suppose. It, the judge laid the smack to Dinty he did on Mr. Kabilius and said, actually, it is fair. Interesting. I suppose we should also caveat that this case was decided on its own facts. Yes. So these claims are always quite fact-specific. Um, of course, wearing face masks is now required by law and so might even carry more weight. But it does illustrate the point quite nicely that businesses are entitled to enforce their own standards, even if those standards go further than the, the basic legal requirements or the law. Indeed, Jack Boyle. Right. So that concludes episode one. Episode of our one podcast. is done. Yep. I've just thought of what the headline could have been. <laughs> could have been. What so have you been? watched ITV recently? <laughs> a, yes, I have. There was a program on Saturday. Yes. Nights. You're going to sing, aren't you? You're going to sing. <laughs> Come on, then. It's called About the Mask. Ooh, baby, the, I'm the mask. It's called The Mask Singer. The Mask Singer. Ooh, baby, I'm the. It's not called Who's That Behind the Mask? Who's that behind the mask? <laughs> that that was what this that's the, the theme tune for this case. <laughs> that should be the headline. Yeah. Okay, so that concludes that. If you enjoyed this podcast, then please just subscribe to our Employment on Your Pocket podcast using a normal podcast host. And if you can spare 30 seconds, then please do give us a review. It's always great to hear that people actually listen to these podcasts and, and any feedback, as long as it's positive, is welcome. <laughs> or negative too, we're happy to take suggestions for future topics Good anything like that. that good stuff right okay that was that cheers and cheerio cheers everybody cheers sight <laughs>